Welcome to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. For the next hour, we're going to be talking about the estate planning options available for investors that exist outside the Bank Act, which is the method of investing that most of us are familiar with. In other words, the financial markets, stocks and bonds. We're also going to be looking at how you can maximize your tax exemptions. And we're going to discuss estate planning for single people. There's lots to cover. And to put it all together for us today is Sherry McMillan, head of McMillan Estate Planning. Sherry joins me today on the phone from London, England. And Sherry, welcome to the show. Thank you, Wayne. Before we get started, Sherry, I just want to let our listeners know that the McMillan team will be hosting a virtual seminar, this one coming up on Wednesday, October 21st at 6.30 p.m., to talk with you about estate or life planning. You'll need to register ahead of time if you'd like to attend this complimentary seminar. To do that, simply phone McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464. Or you can register online at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, I think that more than ever before, the one word that can sum up the state of the world right now is uncertainty. You know, countries are in various stages of dealing with all the consequences of COVID-19 protocols fearfully uncertain about the second wave, which our Prime Minister stated is already underway in parts of Canada. Stateside, there's the upcoming presidential election and the uncertainty about what impact that result will have. Now, given these kinds of unknowns, what can people do to protect their estate plans, especially especially those in retirement or approaching it? Well, I think it's a very valid a concern that we're all facing right now, and it's unprecedented times. So it's very difficult for many of us to control and measure our fear when these kinds of situations are occurring right around us. And there doesn't seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel way, the way we thought there might be by now. So one of the suggestions, Wayne, and one of the wonderful opportunities that we encourage all of our families to consider, especially for the pool that they're going to use during their retirement phase of life, is that they reconsider not using the Bank Act of Canada, as you mentioned, but alternatively to use the Insurance Act. And the reason for that is it's a much safer option where people have not only protection of their estate, but also predictability. And predictability right now is worth its weight in gold, obviously. So what has changed for uh, Canada specifically is in the last, say, 20 to 25 years, We've had two industries competing neck and neck with each other. And the one that we're all familiar with is the Bank Act of Canada. And so I would say 95 to 90% of us are, you know, doing our investment planning through that mechanism. The problem with that mechanism is twofold. First of all, in the markets, we will have, over the course of the decades of retirement ahead, a 25% um, position of time in your lifespan that the markets are going to be negative. And so that's a large portion of your retirement if you think about it. And so that's obviously a cause for concern. But then the second thing that's also very important is that the volatility is a given because of that over the course of retirement. So how do you put some safety nets in there and what are your alternative options? So In competition with the Bank Act of Canada is the Trust and Insurance Act of Canada. And originally it was created for the wealthy. Uh, It's not a secret wing. It was designed to protect the wealthy. And all the benefits of those particular mechanisms remain in play today. And so under these particular um, pandemic circumstances, market corrections, elections, all this uncertainty that we're all facing, this particular 
legal infrastructure has so much more protective stance for giving us that peace of mind and protecting our nest egg. So how it works is that ultimately our principle is guaranteed and it's the institution that takes the responsibility of the market volatility instead of us as the consumer. And so it's very different. And ultimately, many families, when they discover it, immediately change gears and shift into the Trust Act because they do want that protection, especially on the amount that they're going to set aside to provide their lifestyle over the decades ahead. Now, and that's what's changing too, Sherry, is over the past century, really, uh, people are now living longer. And so we have to have those kinds of preparations in place for that longer lifestyle. You know, back in, the, you know, 100 years ago, people weren't living as long, and so they didn't have to have the investments to sustain them into their, you know, even their 70s, 80s, and, and 90s, uh, which is what the situation is right now. You're right about that, and many of us actually are going to make it to 100, so that's the good news, uh, but we also need our wealth to last us until we're 100 then. That's the side point of all of this. So when we're doing our estate planning now, in modern times, we don't plan for people's age 80 any longer, or 90 for that matter. We actually do plan their estate plan to last them until age 100. And in a perfect world, if you can create enough affluence, what you want is you want a large enough nest egg to live off of its capital growth. And so one of the opportunities in trust law is that if we know what your nest egg is and we can principle guarantee that nest egg, then it's pretty easy to determine what your lifestyle expenditures can be through the balance of life without you having, you know, the stress in your elder years of watching the marketplace because we're supposed to be enjoying retirement and we're supposed to be playful during retirement. We don't want to be, you know, biting our nails and wondering what's going to happen to our retirement during that period of time. We didn't work hard to have that experience. Yeah, we don't want to be living to 100 and eating cat food. No, and it's everyone's fear. And I think, you know, it's a fear that's been pushed to the limit, I would say, in this last calendar year because of things can turn on a dime on us as we're seeing. And so these types of safety nets have much more value than maybe they would have, say, five years ago when everything was going well. Um, I've had, you know, very aggressive business owners and entrepreneurs say, okay, I want to have, you know, 50% of my estate and trust because I do not want to jeopardize any of it and jeopardize my lifestyle for retirement or my child's legacy. And so we're taking a different stance because we are living longer and the predictability of what markets can do and how we're globalized now and everything can impact everything else has come to the forefront and it's very obvious in this past year. You made a, an interesting statement at the outset, Sherry. You said uh, you can expect to have in a, in a course of an investment period uh, 25% of that time the, the markets will be in negative territory, simply because that's the nature of the markets, the volatility of them, the ups and downs. That's right. So when you think about a married couple, and I always used to find this very interesting when I was studying as a young person, is, you know, if you have two couples and there's four people involved, then that means every second couple that Macmillan, you know, facilitates and supports in planning for their estate and retirement means one of the, those couples is going to pass on at the wrong timing in the market. 
it means their portfolio will be negative, not positive, when they transfer it to the next generation or their spouse. And so that's not a small lottery ticket. I think it's actually quite grand. And so putting in protections to safeguard yourself from that kind of circumstance is really imperative as we're aging as a population and as we're living longer. So one of the blessings of the Trust and Insurance Act is we start with a principal guarantee on the asset base that you're investing, even if you do choose to buy the stock market or mutual funds and so forth. But what we do is as the years progress, when you're in the 75% marketplace where you're positive and growing, we freeze that growth as part of your principal guarantee in your estate. So that when we do hit the 25% negative time period through retirement, they don't jeopardize your lifestyle and your income stream into the future. And so I will say that during this last market correction that we've just experienced, Wayne, the blessing of seeing this work in action actually is what speaks volumes because we've been in practice, say, 25 years now, and we only had two phone calls from clients asking about in my safe. And once they remembered that they had designed in trust law, they immediately gained a peace of mind. And so that to me means this particular system is the right system for most of us when we shift into retirement. All right. Now, Sherry, I want to uh, delve into this a little bit more when we come back. We're going to take a a quick break here and uh, we'll discuss a little bit more about the Insurance Act and the benefits uh, when we return. The Macmillan team uh, is going to be hosting a virtual seminar on Wednesday, October 21st at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about these kind of programs, estate or life planning and um, in the Insurance Act and, and using uh, the investment trusts. All right, To register for this very important seminar, simply contact Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is one 266 6464 during weekday office hours. Or you can go to the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. Sherry McMillan is my guest today, and we'll continue in a moment on Talk to the Experts.